0: Death is a subject that we don't often talk about. Everybody is aware of it but uh, people just hesitate to talk about it. It just makes uh, some kind of depressing conversation. And if you see a lot of tribal societies, you would find that people often talked about death. They had various ceremonies for that. And it wasn't such a taboo, it's mostly in the modern era that you don't really, in details you talk about death. Probably because we don't have as many superstitions and we see it as an, as an end, that's it. What is there to talk about? And uh, we kind of brush it off. But that doesn't mean we don't think about it, it doesn't scare us, it does. In fact, it does all the more when we don't talk about it. And in fact, uh, when you read about this subject, you would find that societies where you talk about death or think about death, societies are happier. And uh, you might wonder, how can we do that? How can we do that in a positive manner so that it doesn't make a depressing conversation How can we have this conversation in a healthy way? So there is this book by Sadhguru, it's called death and inside story and it talks about death in so many ways and uh, He starts from the very basics and then explores the subject slowly In so many directions So first he talks about what exactly it is, what is death really, he goes into the detail of the process of death, then he talks about the quality of it and he talks about suicide also, he talks about what are the various ways in which one person dies and then he goes into the spiritual and religious realm also where he talks about the samadhi and the enlightenment and moksha all these things and he then eventually he deals with a hell lot of things um he talks about ghosts he talks about reincarnation and all the all the stuff associated with afterlife death all kind of superstitions he deals with uh, all these subjects one by one not in uh, Really quick manner but slowly taking one question at a time, one uh, topic at a time and then dealing with it. So I'm going to read some passages for you and these ones are from the chapter 1 where he's talking about what really is death. So here we go. Do you know you will die one day? Oh, I bless you with a long life. But anyway, you will die one day. We cannot be sure about other things in your life. We don't know if you will get married or not or if you will get a job or not, if you will be successful or not, if you will be uh, doing this or that. But this one thing is guaranteed in your life. You'll go straight to your grave. One of the biggest human follies is to engage with death in the third person as though it is an abstract event that happens to other people, not us. Do you know that about 160,000 people in the world who were alive yesterday are not there today? Each second, two people die in the world. And one day it is going to happen to you and me too. It does not take enormous research or intelligence or even education to know this. This knowledge is inbuilt in every human being. Yet we think we have an unlimited lease of life. This situation is best expressed in the Indian epic Mahabharata. The five Pandava princes who are the protagonists are lost in the forests. Sever- severely starved and parched the scour near the uh, the nearby hills for water and food they spot a lake and as they try to drink from it they are confronted by a yaksha a celestial being in the form of a white crane who insists they answer his questions first refusing to be stopped by a mere bird one by one, they drink. They try to drink from the lake and drop dead. Only Yudhishthira, the eldest of them, is left. Always the humble and righteous one, Yudhishthira, ignores his thirst and engages with the Yaksha, who fires a volley of questions about life at him. One of those questions being, what is the biggest wonder of life? Without hesitation, Yudhishthira famously answers. Hundreds and thousands of living beings meet death at every moment. Yet, the foolish man thinks himself deathless and does not prepare for death. This is the biggest wonder of life. The Yaksha is pleased with this answer. So he allows him to drink from the lake and also restores the lives of his dead brothers. This happened 5000 years ago. But the human psyche regarding death has changed very little since then. Death is a very fundamental question. Actually death is closer, closer to us than the statistics we read about it. Each moment death is happening in us at the organ and cellular levels. This is how with just one look at your insides, your doctor knows how old you are. In fact, death began in us even before we were born. Only if you are ignorant and unaware does it seem like death will come to you someday later. If you are aware, you will see both life and death are happening every moment. If you as much as breathe a little more consciously, you will notice that with every inhalation there is life. With every exhalation there is death. Upon birth, the first thing that a child does is to inhale, to take in a gasp of air. And the last thing that you will do in your life is an exhalation. You exhale now and if you do not take the next inhalation, you will be dead. If you do not get this, Just do an exhalation, hold your nose and do not do the next inhalation. Within a few moments, every cell in your body will start screaming for life. Life and death are happening all the time. They exist together inseparably in the same breath. This relationship goes even beyond the breath. Breath is only a supporting actor. The real process is of the life energy or prana that controls physical existence. With certain mastery over prana, one can exist beyond breath for substantial amounts of time. Breath is a bit more immediate in its requirement, but in the same category as food and water. Death is such a fundamental aspect because if one small thing happens, you can be gone tomorrow morning. Why tomorrow morning? One small thing now and you could be off the next moment. If you were like any other creature, maybe you would be unable to think about all this. But once one is endowed with human intelligence, how can you just ignore such a significant aspect of your life? How can you avoid it and live on as if you are going to be here forever? How is it that after living here for millions of years of life, Human beings still don't know a damn thing about death. Well, they know nothing about life either. We know all the trappings about life. But what do you know about life as such? Fundamentally, this question has come about because you have lost perspective as to who you are in this universe. If this solar system in which we are evaporates tomorrow, no one will even notice it in the cosmos. It is that small, just a speck. In this speck of a solar system, planet earth is a micro speck. In that micro speck, the city you live in is a super micro speck. In that, you are a big man. This is a serious problem. When you have completely lost perspective as to who you are, how do you think you will grasp anything about the nature of life or death? One reason people can ignore death and continue to live on in their ignorance is simply that the religions of the world have spread all kinds of idiotic stories about life and death. They created some silly childish childish explanations for everything. How was I born? The stalk brought you. Where are you going to go? To heaven. This explanation is very simple but absurd. At least they could have chosen a more efficient mode of transport than a stock. Stocks migrate only in a particular season, so all the children should have been born in that season alone, not during other times. Moreover, if people are so sure that they are going to heaven after they die, I ask them, why are you delaying your departure then? Why not go right now? All these silly stories have snuffed out the basic human curiosity about life and death. Otherwise, sheer curiosity, if not the pain and suffering of life, would have strongly propelled many people to seek answers to this fundamental question.